Last week, I went to Arice in Sicily to take a look at the Cyclopean walls I had read about. As you know from my previous videos, I'm fascinated by the megalithic Cyclopean walls on mainland Italy, which are mostly found in the Lazio region. Legend attributes them to a mysterious ancient Greek people called the Pelasgians, but archaeology points to a Roman origin, even though there are many reasons why that doesn't make sense. They are quite the enigma. In this video, I compare the Cyclopean walls of Arice with the previous ones I visited on mainland Italy, and also take a look at the myths and historic facts connected to that scenic and stunning hilltop town. If you aren't familiar with the subject of Cyclopean masonry, then take a look at my videos Why is Italy's Cyclopean masonry such a mystery? and Did the Etruscans build Italy's Cyclopean walls? There are many arguments against them having a Roman origin, but if the Romans didn't build them, then it's difficult to say who did. There is similar architecture in the much earlier Mycenaean Greek cities, and Cyclopean masonry can also be found outside of the Mediterranean, with particularly famous examples coming from Peru and Bolivia, although these are much later. But overall, these impressive megalithic walls made from irregularly shaped blocks of stone are little understood. One of the reasons I'm attracted to them is the idea of a lost civilization, or at the very least, an ancient Greek connection that is difficult to find in the archaeological record but which might mean myths and legends have some basis in historical reality. Of course, myths cannot be taken at face value. Even in ancient Greece, myths about the heroic past of certain city-states are now known by experts to have been invented. City-states wanted to give themselves illustrious histories that allied them with certain characters and regions, thereby elevating their status and the perks that came with that. So they used the age-old method of storytelling to carefully craft new myths or augment ancient ones to meet these lofty goals. However, I still think that there can be some truth in mythology. I think that some stories are meant to be allegorical, whereas others are elaborate versions of real events. So let's talk about Arice. Let's talk about its rather complex history, its ancient temple where apparently sacred prostitution was practiced, and its many sections of sort of Cyclopean masonry. The town sits on top of Mount Arice in northwest Sicily, which is 750 meters above sea level. Finds belonging to the Paleolithic, Neolithic, and Chalcolithic have been found there. The history of Arice from the pre-classical period onwards is a little confusing because there are several different legends associated with the founding of it. The first attributes its establishment to the Trojan hero Aeneas. Aeneas appears in many foundation myths, including that of Rome and even Britain via his grandson Brutus, but these stories were most likely created to give these places a noble past. Another legend says a hero called Eryx of Elamean origin founded the town. This latter legend is more likely to be rooted in reality because the archaeological record supports it. However, little is really known about the Elameans. There were an Iron Age population that inhabited western Sicily and were contemporary with the Sicani and Sicils who inhabited central and eastern Sicily respectively. 
As with many Italian peoples, legend once again gives the Elameans a Trojan origin, but linguistic analysis has led experts to suggest they were an Italic tribe from the Italian peninsula. Some ancient writers also gave them this Italic origin. Although Eryx, the ancient name for Ariche, took on many Greek characteristics, it was never a Greek colony. It seems the Elameans became increasingly Hellenized over time, though, even writing their own language in the Greek alphabet. In the 4th century BC, Eryx became a Punic colony. However, its fortunes fluctuated a lot after that. It was at the centre of various battles before becoming practically uninhabited during the Roman period. Roman writers talk of the temple and its importance, but little else appears to have existed on the mountain at that time. The 12th century castle known as the Castello di Venere, or Venus Castle, was built on the site of an ancient temple dedicated to Aphrodite, who was also equated with Venus and Astarte, depending on the culture inhabiting the area or visiting it at the time. Dedications have been found written in Greek, Latin and Phoenician. In Greek, the deity was called Aphrodite. In Latin, she was called Venus, and in Phoenician, she was called Astarte. In Roman times, this deity became known by the localized name Venus Ericina. The sanctuary became so important to the Romans that they built another one dedicated to the deity Venus Ericina in Rome itself. Interestingly, the legends that give a Trojan origin for Ariche say that the temple was even more ancient than the founding of the town, and that when Aeneas arrived on the mountain, he made offerings within it. Ancient texts and inscriptions, as well as archaeological finds, date the earliest phase of the temple to the 7th century BCE. Very little remains of it due to the construction of the castle over the top in the Middle Ages. Archaeologists have found fragments of columns, part of the original enclosure wall known as a temenos, the site of a small Roman ritual baths, and steps to the ancient entrance. Classical period writers talk of the rituals and feasts that took place in the temples, mostly centred on fertility. One of the plaques at the site says that it was a location for sacred prostitution. For those of you who don't know, sacred prostitution refers to sexual activities that are thought to have taken place in ancient temples as part of fertility rituals and seemingly to raise money for the sanctuaries themselves. From what I've read, this is quite a contentious subject within academic circles. It is not clear from the archaeological record if such activities really did take place or not. There's a lot of bias in ancient texts as well, and mentioning such activities may have been a way to disparage the culture or community that supposedly practiced this. I'll do a video on that because it's a really interesting subject. The ancient Greek historian Diodoro Siculo wrote that the mythological architect Daedalus, who, it said, built a labyrinth that enclosed the Minotaur on Crete, visited Sicily as a guest of King Coculus. Impressed by the temple in Ariche, but worried that it might slip into the sea from its cliff edge location, he then built a wall around the sanctuary. After he finished, he dedicated a beehive made of gold to the goddess Aphrodite. It's possible there's some truth to the story because a 7 meter wide by 4.8 meter high section of wall that is made of blocks different to the rest of the castle complex can be seen on the north side of the site. However, whether this reinforcement was really built by a historical character called Daedalus is another matter. As you can see, this wall is not Cyclopean. 
However, there are several references in literature to the remains of Ariche's northwest fortification walls as being Cyclopean. It's said they were first built by the Elameans when they founded the town, before being added to by the Carthaginians during the Punic period. The bottom rows were built by the Elameans using Cyclopean masonry, whereas the upper layers were built by the Carthaginians using square blocks. Some of the Carthaginian blocks apparently have Punic inscriptions on them, which is further evidence, apart from just the style, that these were added later on to the fortifications by them. The original wall had 25 towers and an average thickness of 2.3 metres. In these photographs, you can see some of the sections that remain, which run along the side of the road between the gates called Porta Trapani and Porta Carmine. I find them rather confusing. It seems there's quite a bit of later medieval reconstruction as well. So it's hard to work out which parts are actually referred to as Cyclopean. In any case, the Cyclopean parts that I think I can make out are not megalithic or as impressive as those in Lazio. So I don't really see a connection. Let's take a look at an example from Alatri and another one from Palestrina. You can see they are quite different. So I don't think that whichever culture built the megalithic Cyclopean walls on the Italian peninsula also built these ones in Ariche, which if you think about it, bolsters the argument for a Roman origin for those on mainland Italy. Ariccia didn't have much of a Roman presence and appears to have been uninhabited at that time. The temple was an important sanctuary for the Romans, who visited it, but they didn't have a settlement in the area as well. However, I'm still not convinced, for the many reasons I've explained in my previous videos, that the megalithic Cyclopean walls on mainland Italy are Roman. I've seen some photographs of Cyclopean masonry at another town in Sicily called Cefalu, and these look more megalithic and interesting. So I'll try to get a trip up there at some point. I didn't have time to go there last week because I was only visiting for a few days and it's a really long drive from where I was staying. Apart from Ariche, another major town said to have been founded by the Elameans is Segesta. I visited this archaeological park and I will do a separate video on that. It's difficult to compare it to Ariche because there's actually a lot more still remaining from the Elamean period, whereas ancient Eryx is mostly just known from texts and scanty remains. So it's a really interesting site. But going back to Ariche, what stunned me about it is, as with many of the sites I visited, it's extremely beautiful and it's also extremely high up. Those ancients must have been really fit to visit these sanctuaries. I took this video from the Venus Castle looking out at the Balio Castle and the Popoli Tower. The view is absolutely spectacular and it's from all aspects of the sanctuary, so you can understand why it became such an important and sacred area. By the way, in Ariche, finds from different time periods, going back to the Paleolithic or on display at the Cordici Museum, due to the glare from the glass cases, I didn't get the best pictures, but here they are anyway. I'm interested in learning more about the ancient Elamian culture and its Hellenization process, which was presumably influenced by the Greek colonies on Sicily at the time. So I'm going to keep looking at, into that along with all the other subjects I'm researching. I hope you enjoyed this video. Please hit the like button and I'll see you next time. Thank you.